the fact that we experience guilt is not an indicator of right or wrong. I will say that again. Guilt is not an indicator of right or wrong. Hello, and welcome to In the Rising Podcast. My name is Bettina Brown, and I am so excited that you're here with me today. The goal of this podcast is to help you and help others move their needle towards their true north and experience the life that they have in their imagination and in their dreams, turning our backs on the shame-blame game that does nothing for us ever. And my guest today is a person who really emphasizes the importance of turning your back on guilt and really acknowledging where we can help each other grow. And her name is Dr. Melissa Riley, who really emphasizes working with moms who themselves don't have a mom and may not know all the answers they hope to know and are feeling guilty. Mom guilt is a real thing. And so I'm so excited for you to listen to our conversation today. I'm super excited, not as just a podcast person, but as a mom to be speaking with Melissa Riley, who is a clinical psychologist, also a mom, parent coach, um, really who has a lot of depth. I can feel your emotion and your drive and your passion behind your work because you really help moms who are separated from their own moms uh, by physical distance, estrangement, and death and help them move from insecurity, isolation, and overwhelm into joy and peace. Did I yeah. sum it up correctly? You did, Bettina. Thank you so much. Absolutely. And you also share publicly a story that's very personal, very vulnerable, that after giving birth to one of your own sons, a couple hours later, you felt grief. And that was very personal the way you wrote it. Can you share a little bit more about that? Sure, absolutely. So I had this experience. I was an older mother when I gave birth to my son. So I'm just shy. Uh, just days shy of my 38th birthday. You know, I'd been a psychologist, um, very confident in who I was as a woman, as a professional. Um, so I was really taken aback by how much this longing for my mother and this grief experience that reoccurred for me when I was pregnant and then gave birth to my son. So I had lost my mom uh, to death. Um, 15 years prior to giving birth to my son. So um, it wasn't a new loss. Uh, it was something that I had lived my entire adult life, you know, with. And so when I became pregnant and gave birth to my son, the last thing I was expecting was to feel this overwhelming sense of loss and grief and, um, really feeling so isolated and alone in a way I had not felt in many, many years. And did you recognize that that aloneness was because of the loss of your mom? Were you able to pinpoint it right away? No, no, I wasn't. I was um, thought it was just garden variety, postpartum depression, postpartum anxiety. And I also th thought there was something really wrong with me um, because it just felt like something was missing. And here I was, knew a lot about, you know, children and child development from the work that I do professionally. Um, and yet I felt 
so unprepared for what motherhood was going to be like. And again, I, I was nearly 38 years old. And so I felt this really deep sense of shame over that mm-hmm. because, you know, you know, women much younger than I, without the, the benefit of, you know, the, the resources I had were doing great. Right. And seemed to just make it happen. And I couldn't. And so it was much later, many years later, that after talking with lots of women who also were moms without a mom, really discovering that what I was experiencing was a resurgence in grief without recognizing it as being grief. And, you know, I discovered that it wasn't just or it isn't just women that um, have lost their moms through death that experience this, but it's, it's moms that don't have a mom in their life that's supportive and nurturing to provide assistance and guidance. Yeah. And, you know, there is no textbook guidebook for being a parent, for being a mom. But when you have someone who also has been there, that is your textbook, that is your guidebook to kind of bounce ideas of, yes, every child is different. Mm -hmm. But a lot of the emotions we feel that you talk about, guilt, fear, uh, you know, loss, not good enough. Will I be good enough? Um, Overwhelm. Those are very common. Yes. Among all the moms. (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely. And then it just becomes really intensified when you, you don't have a mom, right? Because then you're faced with not even knowing the things you don't know, right? Mm-hmm. And, and not having that go-to person kind of watching over your shoulder. Oh, you should think about this. Or what do you think about that? I mean, don't get me wrong, right? That kind of unsolicited <laughs> advice can be annoying. You know? yeah. But in some ways it's very comforting, right? Yes. So I, I, I have a funny sto- a story that I like to share because it's just hilarious, right? Um, when my uh, son he was still an infant. Uh, I was nursing, but I had to go back to work because I, I, um, you know, his pregnancy, my pregnancy with him was, was, uh, problematic. So I was out of work for most of it. So I need to go back sooner than I had liked. So anyway, I was dropping him off at his early learning center. And the teacher says to me, hmm, Melissa, I'm wondering if you think it might be time to go up on a nipple size. <laughs> I looked at her and my jaw dropped. I'm like, what? What are you talking about? And she's like, well, you know, when, when he's, you know, eating from the bottle, cause I would provide bottles with, with the breast milk, um, he's struggling a little bit. So I, I was thinking we could go up, a, up a size, <laughs> like they come in sizes. I had no <laughs> clue that, you know, nipples came in different nipple sizes. I didn't know. Nobody told me I was nursing. So I, I, I never fed him from a bottle. There was nobody in my life to give me that just basic piece of information that I had no idea about until she told me. Right. And, and so then, you know, she explained the whole thing to me and I just looked at her. I'm like, um, okay, so what do you think? Right. I didn't have anybody else to ask and I'll never forget leaving that day, being mortified, embarrassed. I felt so stupid not knowing something. But, but again, now I realize how would I have known that I was never around babies. I didn't have other female, you know, um, family members. I, I, my friends, their children were teenagers and young adults. So we didn't share those kinds of stories. Exactly. Exactly. 
And you, and that's a, that's a good story because we don't know what we don't know. You can read all the things you can do all that. Mm -hmm. And, you know, as a nursing mom, you only have one size so that they come in different other things. We don't really, we don't know that. And, and when you talked about being mortified, you shared something else. You said, you know, mom guilt, we all experience it. I call Mm -hmm. mine Gladys. And I, I know we say we laugh out loud, but I, I truly did just, it just came out of me in public at a coffee shop. I'm like, Oh my gosh. Yeah. I, I never named mine, but this mom guilt, if you say mom guilt to a group of moms, you, you get the moan like, Oh yeah. You know, mm-hmm. like it's identifiable. Even if we all share our own view, there's this mom guilt. Share yes. what your thoughts are on that and, and where, where you are. Absolutely. So Guilt is a normal emotion, just like every other emotion. It's not good or bad, right? And so it's like happiness, sadness, fear, love. It's simply an emotion. And all emotion has a purpose that allows us to live in community. So guilt is simply a pause button. It just indicates that we're doing something that's new, that's outside of our comfort zone, that we're not sure about. And it's telling us to kind of pause and think about, all right, is what I'm doing okay? And so the fact that we experience guilt is not an indicator of right or wrong. I will say that again. Guilt is not an indicator of right or wrong. It just simply gives us the opportunity to stop and think about what we're doing. And oftentimes when we are doing something that's outside of our comfort zone, we're setting limits or we're doing something for ourselves. If we're other oriented people, guilt will get triggered and just makes us pause. Is this okay? So I joke around, I call my uh, guilt Gladys and I bring her everywhere, but I no longer let her drive. She has to sit in the back seat. I make the decisions. So I don't try to kick her out. She's always going to follow me around but she can no longer decide which roads we take. I decide that. Yeah. And that's a good, I'm glad you said it again. Cause I was going to ask you to say it again, um, mm-hmm. you know, and outside the box and being a mom, you're outside of your box, uh, yeah. especially a first time mom. Exactly. And how did you then go from, Hey, this has been this is my experience. This is what women I talk to. This is my background. How did you come up with, you know what, I need to be a mom that helps other moms go who have went through the same thing I am to help them go through, to find up, to rise up uh, into a different life. How, how did you come to that conclusion? Because the more women I talked to, you know, and, and shared my story with, the more I heard from other moms saying, yeah, you know, I, you know, my mom passed away or, you know, I've had to make the really difficult decision to not have my mom in my life because it wasn't healthy. And, or, you know, my mom lives on a different side of the country as I, and we all shared some of the very same experiences of not having a go-to person, not having our mom community, really struggling with understanding who we were as a mom, because we, we couldn't mirror that, you know, from our own mom, you know, and, and experiencing that, that sense of grief over not having what we thought we would have once we had children. 
And so the more I found other women similar to me, I realized I need to do something. I need to make my voice heard and start talking about this so that we don't keep feeling this sense of shame and this feeling of isolation and feeling so insecure um, that there isn't something wrong with us. And, And that being a mom without a mom at times is different than, than the experience of, of other moms. And that's okay. We just need to find our path. Yeah. Yeah. And I like how you talk about reducing to eliminate this, this isolation, this shame that, you know, when you, when you are a mom, you don't need extra baggage to pull you down. (laughs) That is a huge one to, to eliminate. So when you're working with someone, what are, what are like one or two things that you tend to see often in your clients or those moms without moms, when they come to you, what, what is like, aha, that's, that's something I see a lot. Um, the need to build community, because when we don't have a mom, we don't have that built-in person. And so I encourage all moms, not just moms without moms, but especially moms without moms to create their own mom community, which includes four people. And I like to name them this way. One is the wise woman. So this is the woman that you can go to and she knows stuff. So she can answer your questions. She knows how to give good advice, right? And so this can be another family member, a friend, or even a professional. The second person is the emotional support So this is somebody you can just share what you're experiencing. And this person will listen. She won't give advice. She won't try to cheer you up. She just lets you be you and talk about where you are. The third person is the go-getter. So this is the one that gets things done. And we all know these people, right? The ones that never sit still, that can can get 8 million things done by 8 a.m. in the morning. Uh, that's not me, by the way. Um, but this is the one that if we need, you know, something picked up at the grocery, we just can't get ourselves dressed. She'll go do it and drop it off. Right. And then the fourth person is the late night talker. So this is the person that in the middle of the night, especially when your babies are young, right. You can just call up and, and you know, that she'll, she'll pick up. So having a community of people, you know, since we don't have that one person that can usually fill many of those roles, becomes real important. And guilt, right, will often keep us from reaching out. But I always let people know you are not a burden, right? You are worthy of being helped. And if you have four people in your corner and you ask them to help you for one hour, once a month, and let's face it, None of us would bat an eyelash if a friend asked us to help them for one hour, once a month, then you have assistance for an hour every week. And that makes a huge difference. Mm-hmm. And that, that time can make a huge difference on the receiving end yes. for sure. For sure. Yes. So say someone's here they're like, yeah, I need that wise woman or I have a go-getter, but I never thought about this emotional um, support. How do you find them? How do, how do they, how do you help women get to that point? Well, first it's, it's kind of like recognizing the strengths of your, your friends, kind of the people mm-hmm. in your life, recognizing what they're good at and what they're not good at. And, and sometimes that takes time, right? But when we 
kind of look to our friends to be able to fill all of that, then oftentimes we're, we're going to be disappointed. So we want to really only ask for, for, for what we know they can give us. And not to forget that it's okay to get some of those things through professionals. So, so that emotional support, you know, you may not have a safe friend or family member that feels good. Like they're always trying to cheer you up. So it doesn't feel so good to just tell where you are. So, you know, there are counselors or therapists, psychologists, and even coaches nowadays that, that are just there to listen. And, and so you can, you can find people. My wise women back then were, were the teachers at my son's school. Yeah. So, so, you know, it's thinking outside the box and, and reaching mm-hmm. out and, and certainly, you know, I am open, you know, to help any listener, you know, that, that reaches out, I can, I can help you navigate that. So Absolutely. Um, at least get us started. And you also are developing, like you're in the process. We're all in process, right? Of, right. of developing things. Share what, what your role is, what you're doing, how you're helping and how people can find you. Absolutely. So I am uh, creating a coaching program specifically designed for moms without moms so that they can go from feeling isolated, overwhelmed and insecure to feeling confident and resilient and enjoy being the mom that they always wanted to be. And so right now I have um, two free guides that I will make available to all of your listeners. Uh, One that focuses on Um, assisting moms to care for themselves without needing to step away from their baby. Um, And then the other is a strategy for moms when those feelings of longing or loss Mm. take them away from being present with their children. So those are available. And um, currently I do individual coaching, which uh, is very fun and exciting because it's a way to connect individually with, with people uh, regarding their specific needs. Um, and in the fall, I plan to have this really amazing group coaching program um, that, that will help to build community for many women. So uh, listeners can follow me on Instagram. I'm at Instagram, um, moms without a mom. Uh, my website is momswithoutamom.com. Um, and I would love to connect. Wonderful. And you, you have given already so much, you you know, putting a guide together, coaching, that's no small feat on top of being a mom. Where do you still see yourself rising up to Melissa? What's on, on your rise, your horizon, I guess. Well, I am enjoying the ride. I I'm very much looking forward to, um, getting this coaching program and just being able to help you know, hundreds and thousands of, of women feel good about who they are in my clinical practice. I I'm already doing that. Um, but I can only reach, you know, a few women at a time. So I'm really looking forward to being able to spread that to a much bigger audience. And then just, you know, being with my kids as they, they grow up and, and reach new places in their life. My, my son's being in his first musical this, this weekend. So that I'm really looking forward to. Wow. Wow. Well, thank you so much for sharing um, what's really, I think, an important mission as, as a support group for moms talking about mom guilt and then also supporting moms and women, women supporting women to empower each other to know that you're okay. That this feeling that you're, 
We're not all super women, even though we are super women, we're not necessarily having <laughs> to do it all. And so I really appreciate the work you're doing. And it was really a pleasure for having you on my podcast. Thank you so much. I really appreciate the opportunity. It's been a joy. I absolutely encourage you to listen to this podcast again. I have actually never even suggested that before, but this is one especially for those moms that are experiencing guilt. And I have yet to meet one that does not really emphasize the importance of not having that guilt, but learning to expand your community because so many of us need that. We used to have that more just by default. And now because of distance and time and our new generations and new technologies, we are further away from our support system as we raise our children. And having more and more guilt is part of the experience of that. If you know anyone that would benefit from this conversation, I encourage you to share this podcast episode. And if you feel that any of these topics on In the Rising would be beneficial, I encourage you not only to share it, but also to leave a five-star review. It helps raise this podcast up and put it more in the hands and ears of those it can impact and make a great change for. So thank you so much for your time, because that's that one resource we don't get back. And until next time, let's keep building one another up. 